Greetings, heroes and Force users, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by my good friend, Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we're catching you up on Mandalorian, two weeks worth of The Mandalorian. Uh, This is Chapter 21, The Pirate. Uh, directed by Peter Ramsey and written by John Favreau, and Chapter 22, Guns for Hire, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, also written by John Favreau. And by God, oh, we're Star Wars fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. Smells like a new corn here! Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. How's it going? How be my friend? <laughs> well, we're, we're recording this on a Saturday. Yes. Uh, this is the Saturday of Star Wars Celebration, actually, which we will be doing an episode for. We are for, celebrating. For the occasion, but uh, lots of Star Wars right now. La whole of Star Wars, and I couldn't be happier. We, I... uh, we, we finished up Bad Batch last week, which uh-huh. we kind of saw as the Mandalorian companion piece. Yes. And we are... Uh, we are Quickly approaching the end of Mandalorian. Yes. In about two weeks, we'll be done with Mandalorian as well. It's coming to a close very quickly. Um, uh, yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's um, it's such a combo because I feel like we've said two things, two very opposing things in this season so far. Like, we've at least I know that I have. I've been like, wow, they're wasting no time. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, they're wasting so much time. <laughs> I, I, I will say... Um, and we'll we'll break this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll break the episodes down separately. But uh, yes. the most recent one, yes, uh, guns for hire. Um, <laughs> it had the internet in a, a flurry. <laughs> there was a flurry of activity. And, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we're gonna talk about our. I mean, we might as well just talk about our general feelings. You want to do? We want to go episode by episode, or do you want to just yeah. say our general feelings about both now? We didn't plan this, obviously. We don't like to plan our our, our no. podcasts. It's more freeform discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so no. Let, free. Let's hear what you have to say about the pirate first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, then we'll we'll move to. Uh, and then we'll make a movement. We'll make a movement. Yeah. Okay. Great. 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 Sure. 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 So, uh, um, yeah, the pirate episode. Uh, like, I don't. It was funny. Like, I don't know how I like felt about it when it was like starting. I was like, oh, here we go. We're gonna have a little pirate episode. But I, I, I kind of really enjoyed myself. Like, there was definitely parts of it that I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, uh, yeah, we, 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 like, after we get into our general thoughts, um, I have some more specific uh, things I want to say. But I, I, generally, I liked it. Um, and I think, um, you know, con- not, I mean, like, I think it's one of the highest rated episodes of the season, which is I interesting. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I guess I got to go back to it really quick. Well, I'm like, say, uh, yeah, what, uh, eight point four. Um, that, was, that was IMDb. Yes, and 
It is currently sitting as the highest rated. Um, actually, kind of like by far. Um, I think the one that's uh, not by far the the second episode where they actually go to the mines of Mandalore that was like um, yeah. just underneath it with eight point three. Um, but yeah, they put it basically right on par with that episode, which still I think by far is my favorite episode when they go to. The I, well, yeah, I think so. I think that's the one that's moved the plot yes. along the most. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, and I um I, I don't know if this show really is a um you know a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Well, I'm just gonna say this first. Um, like. There, there, there was a, I don't know, maybe you saw this. It was going around on TikTok for a while or like, you know, all of the social medias. But the creators of South Park were doing like a writer's workshop. Did you see this? I didn't. You didn't? Okay. And they're just talking about like their methods for writing. I'm not saying that they're like brilliant writers by any means, but they did have some very like very, I think, like poignant insight into like how writers do their thing and how to make a, mm-hmm. like a something that's Good writing. It's pretty simple. They may break it down in really simple terms, basically. That you have like several beats in a, you know, an episode or a season or whatever it might be. And then in between those beats, if you say, uh, and then in between those beats, then you're, you're fucked is what they say. They're, that's the quote. Is that if you're saying, and then like, you're like, this happens. And then this happens. They're like, that's boring and like people won't really enjoy that if you but the 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 better way to do it is to be like this happens therefore this happens or uh uh, this happens but then this happens kind of thing um so it's like therefore or but is like the way to sort of move the story along and i I, i'm not 100 percent sure like for the most part mandalorian i think does that pretty well there are times where it does feel like it's like okay and now there's this (laughs) well and and there's the adage uh show me don't tell me uh in in writing as well and i would say that mandalorian this season in particular has done a little more showing yeah or Mm -hmm. rather excuse me a A little little bit more more telling Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um kind of telegraphing everything a little with bit some kind of exposition dialogue and I, yeah I've, and well you know I, we're not really used to the mandalorians like you know at least so far in this show we haven't seen the mandalorians like talk a whole lot but this is like there's like a whole lot of like you know mandalorian banter which i'm i'm not mad about i was like there yeah, i think you're right there is a lot of i i think part of the reason is is they are like zip zap zopping along like they're like we got to take over mandalore in the next like two seasons so let's get this done well that's the other thing too is when i'm so confused because i i was like with as fast as it was going for a second i was like oh shit they're gonna like take mandalore back in like one season that that seems insane to me but now i'm not so sure but i feel you like, know, like they're it feels like they're leading towards like kind of a very like unresolved ending like with like you know, Moff Gideon is going to sort of reveal himself and they're like, they're going to maybe try to take Mandalore, but like Moff Gideon is going to like step in the way like, I don't think so, you yep. little punks. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of vacillate back and forth, but I I feel like you could have, and we, we felt this way about Bad Batch too, you mm-hmm. could have shortened the season maybe. and done longer episodes. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And, I mean, well, I mean, I was, I would, yeah, there was that one really, the, yeah, the Minds of Mandalore, which was, is it, wasn't the Minds of Mandalore, is what, that was like the shortest episode and the best one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was, I, I want to say that was the shortest. Isn't that so funny? But, like, but they got right to it, though. They got like, right it was to just, it. Yes. And, and, and I, uh, and yeah, everything else since then has been like 30 to 40 minutes long, um, or even longer. I think, I think some of them are like 45. Well, I mean, you have to kind of like, I don't know if you're, you know, including like the title and the the credits and all that, but they, I think they are. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not 100 sure um, if I if I would have wanted the season to be shorter or not. Um, uh, yeah. I think for the sake of getting to where we need to go, and I'm I'm not even talking necessarily about resolution, but. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I'm not I to feel like you, but it does feel like there's been like a couple of episodes where it feels like it were bookended with really important information, and then everything in the middle was kind of like a. I hate. Well, to say it's filler. it's almost like they're 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 killing time. At, Maybe at moments. Maybe. Which this uh, is purely conjecture, but I know that the Ahsoka show was also in production basically at the same time, and. I'm wondering if they're killing time on purpose because they don't want people to be like, I, I, for maybe purposes of budget potentially, a, but also, um, I think that it's not maybe they're with I and I we're gonna get into it when we do with the episode about the the Star Wars celebration, but um, but with the the this new trailer that came in, it does look like there's a fair amount of money that it went into that show, um. I'm curious whether or not. I mean, not saying that this show looks like or like this season looks cheap by any means, but because um, there was some. I mean, like in this episode in particular, the pirates like that. The, some of the visual effects were like very, very cool. Like the the ship exploding at the end was like wow, we yeah, 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 very, very cool. Um, yeah, some of the best. Um, you know, dogfight. <laughs> uh, sure. Flight scenes that we've seen in this. Uh, uh, season so far but um i don't know i'm what do you think uh, here here is i think my problem with mandalorian at the moment as much as mm-hmm. I, I i do enjoy it yeah it started with seasons one and two being uh, a little more self-contained sure a little more spaghetti western yep um, maybe a little less well I don't know they with were some eye, some real eye popping episodes but sure. but uh, it def- there, it definitely had a, a really terrific narrative arc and I talked about this a little bit and earlier a fairly this simple one but like at least it was like we yeah like the and the Man- Mandalorian saving Grogu, Grogu. Were at, yeah they were at the the you know they were the antithesis of the entire thing and and now they're they're more or less like side characters in their own show and I thought it was super interesting uh, on the floor of Star Wars Celebration. Rick Famuyi was—I don't remember if it was yesterday or today. Oh, I think I, I think I heard this. that uh, the Mandalorian no longer only refer the title Mandalorian no longer only refers to Din Djarin. Yeah, like he's not the only main character in the show anymore. In so many words, yeah, which is interesting. It, it, and it is—I'm uh, just not sure. I mean, you, I, you might as well like add an that. S to the end of right. the, you know what I mean? The Mandalorian. Is that just kind of a convenient way to say, well, we decided to make to this a Mandoverse, <laughs> so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, or basically, and again, as you said, we'll talk about this during the celebration episode. But yes, what we're doing here is is adapting *Heir to the Empire* from Correct. *Star Wars Legends*, and, and we're maybe, using I'm, *Mandalorian* I'm, as the Iron Man of that little universe. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, and I, I feel like. I don't know if that was always the intention, and maybe that maybe this is like, uh, do, do you see like this um, season being like a uh, a redirect in a way? Like, yeah, yeah, yes, that would explain some of some of the um, tonal inconsistencies. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, part and of I, that too, I think, just comes from having so many different directors too. But like, yes, um, well, and and that's a very good point, and the fact that Star Wars is equal parts. You know, space opera, high drama, and mm-hmm. and silly. Yeah, and, yes, yes. And, I mean, and let's, truly, let's this be is honest. Be... We're not talking about something terribly, terribly serious here. No, but... and like I, we, 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 we always make fun of ourselves for like you know really digging deep on the writing because like you absolutely shouldn't. It, it's it's it's. I guess it's still kind of like it can be frustrating at times because like, you know, like the writing could be like super duper deep if well, it wanted to be. Well, and Andor proved that. Yeah. Like yeah, a- Andor was one of the most well-written shows of the last year. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it was like a fairly simple, uh, simple narrative, but it was just it written in such a way that it was, uh, you know, interesting. And that's not and saying all Star Wars needs to be and or tonally. No, and no. It, it wouldn't be fun if it was. I think you're that'd be very right. depressing. But uh, you're, That is very, very true. But I don't think... And that's definitely si- not what... what and I, I think that we're we're trying to stay true to the original um, the original, you know, themes, you know, like, which right. is just, like, fun. You know? Well, and, and, and silly and and good writing don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yes, also true. Yes. You know, and I'm and I I don't mean to like I'm not bagging on John Favreau. I think by no. and large he's done a really nice job with you know, all of Mandalorian. But, and God uh, only knows like like what kind of, you know, stuff he has to deal with on a day-to-day basis like with the corporate environment that he's like um, sitting under too. Um, but but I I do think your point is well taken in that this season does feel like a bit of a a redirect, even though yeah. I will say so we're sort of like during, transitioning into a new narrative during season two. I do remember we, you, Alyssa, and I had a discussion about, uh, you know, what the Mandoverse could evolve into. And I think we had yeah. some preliminary thoughts like, oh, yeah, I mean, we know that Ahsoka series is coming down the pipe and mm-hmm. they could definitely bring back Thrawn. What if, yep. what if? Mm-hmm. So it was always a natural progression, but I wonder especially with the announcements this weekend at Star Wars Celebration, if... Yeah, we're if kind of, the, like, starting to make this episode into, like, the, the our two episodes are becoming one episode, but but yes. No, but it, it, it's it's relevant to... It is. ...to what we're talking about at this moment in totally. that... Um, it does feel like this season is, is purposefully trying to uh, lay the groundwork for that. Um, yeah. Because we, we have gotten more world building and a little bit more uh, – I mean, because it's funny. We, we – um, I think we've – yeah, we've said we, – we're kind of contradicting ourselves a little bit, but so did the show. <laughs> like, because we've, we've said, like, this feels a, like a little more focused because we're just kind of going this down this road. But then there there has been a little bit more of its sp- spreading the wings a bit. Um, but, but you know, I, I don't – I don't actually think – We've contradicted ourselves in that in that way because I remember um, 
especially the episode with Doctor Pershing, <laughs> with with Doctor Pershing and Elia Kane on yes. Coruscant. A lot. There were some complaints that, you know, what is this show about? That mm. that that kind of segue into into that, you know, you know pl- uh, plot offshoot didn't bother me because it is. It is rele- uh, relevant to the narrative from the very beginning. I mean, yeah. it's, it's focusing on Doctor yes. Pershing's role in you know. Doctor Pershing was in season one. It's 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 you know it's coloring in coloring in the lines of yeah of uh, of what he was up to with Grogu and and kind of giving us some more background. That that doesn't bother me. I found that to be extremely relevant. Me too. And honestly, my probably my second favorite episode of the season. Yeah, I remember you saying that. It's. It's stuff like um, guns for hire, <laughs> where I it just remind I mean, what again, it immediately doing... reminded me of was was Clone Wars, where yeah. you'll have like a three episode arc where you're like, what? Where are we right now? I mean, this is <laughs> it's still fun, it's still silly yes. Star Wars, but but I'm like, and then you kind of shoehorn in at the end the reason all of that. Right, like happened. a really effing big deal. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, well, you were like I said, it, uh, there's been at least two or three episodes within the season that I've been like, uh, it was like the exact same structure where we have like important Mando verse information, then world building, and then important Mando verse information at the end. Like it was like, you know, book ended, ABA right. style. Um, but yeah. But- uh, I was trying to see. Oh, I mean, if you do, do you, I mean, do you want to let's do you want to get more specific about this episode? At least episode five. So yeah, let's go to the pirate. Um, yeah, the pirate. Yeah, because um, we're gonna have all sorts of more feelings going in. But yeah, um, so so at the center of this episode was uh, the pirate king Gorian Shard uh, yes. seeking his vengeance for his boy Vane getting kicked off. I mean, he was a. He, I mean. Planet. A, uh, you know, God rest his soul. He was a. Yeah. I, I I really did love his. Nobody, uh, no death. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I really did enjoy his like uh Muppet quality. Um, <laughs> it uh, did look very Muppet. Particularly the hologram looked very Muppety. <laughs> yes, yes. I um uh, but yes, I will miss him. He was he was great for those two episodes that he existed. Uh, and he was voiced by uh, Nonzo Anozi. Oh yeah, right yep. from Game of Thrones? Question mark. Was he in Game of Thrones? Am I crazy? Yes, yes, he was the guy from. Um, uh, he was the high magistrate of yes. uh, one of the uh, slave cities. Yep, 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 yep. I, I from, like, my Game of Thrones. I'm not. I'm not in Game of Thrones mode right now. Yeah, I know. Same. When Daenerys goes and Alyssa never lets us. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> like violence. It's very spooky. Uh, uh, but yes, rest in king, rest, <laughs> rest, in, rest in king, rest in, rest in, ki- rest in king power. Yeah, <laughs> rest in power, what? king. Huh? Um, but uh, so interesting. Interestingly, we had like two stories going on within this episode. Uh, we see our 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 good buddy uh, Captain Carson Tava played Carson by Tava. Uh, Paul So. Uh, Sun Young Lee. Yeah. Having his like little CSI he returned. episode or whatever. Right. It was, yeah, CSI space. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and space he edition. mentions, or rather he has suspicions that 
this pirate assault is is perhaps a front for something more sinister happening. Mm-hmm. And my question to you is, to do me? you think to you and maybe ben, all you out there and, and to, and and to the you world. as well? Yeah, we're staring at you um, with the camera. <laughs> my question to to you and to you yes. is. Do you believe the these pirates are uh, are tied in with with Thrawn's bunch? Yes, yeah. I love that idea. I love that idea. I think that um, yeah, that feels like it would be in his wheelhouse to like you. And he's he's probably also. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, is and Moff Gideon. So I, I, I that's the thing. Cause or we, Moff Gideon. Yeah, I mean, when I say and Thrawn, is Moff I Gideon also involved with Thrawn. We haven't really. Well, we'll t- we'll talk about that in. Okay, yeah, I am curious about your thoughts there too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it does feel like not even just Thrawn and Moff Gideon, but just like the Empire in general, like using um, or the Nazis uh, um, turning us like against ourselves, basically. Like they're they're. Mm. I mean, obviously pirates are bad, but then also like pointing at the Mandalorians, and be like, oh, look, the Mandalorians did something bad. You better look out for those Mandalorians, you know. So like, well, kind and of you have to think if... from getting powerful. If, uh, if let's say Gideon for the time being, mm-hmm. uh, let's say he's the Imperial Remnant is lo- maybe lower on resources than yeah. than you know the Empire and its prime, so maybe they're using yeah. alternative means of achieving their goals. And well, yeah, I mean, even the um, it's like if I, if I don't have to waste Imperial resources on wiping out the Mandalorians, I, you know, I think I, I think both sides are are. Ba- you know running thin i mean right. and are the even the um the new republic is uh already talking about like um you know taking apart the rebel fleet you know like they're right so everything right. and uh and this is the kind of world building i love that's that's uh it, it's clear enough to where we know what's going on but it also is leaving subtle clues about how this is all going to end up. And yeah. there are how several episodes in this so season. Right. And the new Republic is just, uh, is just not taking advantage of the opportunity they were given to They're being real stupid. And that's kind of personified in this episode by yeah. Tim Meadows. Yes. Who plays uh, uh, Colonel Tuttle, which like bringing him in as this character feels like this. It can't be the, it's one of two things. Like it can't be the last time we see him. But also, mm. it felt like potentially like, the, and I think you may have brought this up, and I was like, "Yeah, for sure." Like, it feels like we were getting like, uh, they had already planned maybe something in this um season, and they're just like, "Yeah, just keep going with it." But I think that we were supposed to get a tease for the X Wing show that never was, and perhaps like these. Oh, uh, know, uh, uh, the the um. Uh, you mean the uh, Cara Dune? Yes, that whole uh, business. I am curious whether or not this was going to be kind of like, and potentially, like it might have not even been the Carson Teva. It, it like maybe he wasn't even going to be like. Well, this no, probably I been mean her episode potentially. The, the the point I had I had made was that you know we had Cara Dune's show which was uh scrapped right, but. Could they now be replacing Cara Dune with Carson Teva and maybe some some others? And Zeb, freaking Zeb! 
Oh, but man. Let, wait, we'll, we'll get to Zeb in a sec. Oh, so, man. I'm going with Zeb. I love him. <laughs> but the addition of, of Tim Meadows, who I thought did a, a, a great job. Yeah, uh, I, liked, I really and, like and, his character. And, and choosing him specifically to play this kind of aloof and... Uh, I don't know. Just he's sitting at a desk collecting dusk, just doing yes. bureaucratic stuff. Like, I think it really so does busy. speak. I really don't want to be bothered. <laughs> it's like I, I think it does speak to the rot that's already developing in the New Republic, and then yes. make matters worse. Uh, Elia Kane, the fucking Elia Kane. Why do they trust these people? They're literally got a like a like a scarlet letter like on their right. fucking jackets. It's like what? and and the exchange between uh, her and and Carson about yes. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? You didn't, you didn't see the light. You were captured. Like, yeah, right, right. And and quote unquote, you know, like rehabilitated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I I I just I yeah. The fact that they, I mean, I. It makes me angry that they do trust them so easily. Um, no. But you, we have to have a way for us to understand why. They, you know, even though we don't completely understand and it, um, you know, it doesn't mean that it couldn't have happened, you know, and, right. and I think that they're, they're definitely like laying down those, those bricks for right. us. Um, yeah. It doesn't make it less annoying. It just, it's, it's at least giving us a, a reason. So it's like, yeah, so far the new Republic is filled with a bunch of dummies yeah, and and as I've said, with a handful some... of like people that seem to know what's going on, right? But they're but, unfortunately. But get... these are the guys who will go on to join Leia in forming totally the resistance. Yeah, right. When and, the, when and the that, new republic, that will be cool. Just, yeah, because Lord knows we're going to see that at some point. Oh, I think so. I I'm counting on it. And, yeah. Um, I mean that that will be in our next episode. Um, we'll have that discussion. <laughs> yes. Regarding some of the. Some of the announcements that have been made this week. Well, and it's not—it's not a stretch to imagine imagine guys like Carson Tava being at the at the forefront of that easily development, yeah. which mm-hmm. is great because I, I Paul Soon I love uh, him. Soon Young, I keep stumbling over his name. Soon Young Lee. He's so freaking um, cute. Yeah, and he's a, a diehard Star Wars fan. If you follow his social love. media, so it, it is very cool to see him get to. Uh, I'm happy to live for out him. that dream. Um, you mentioned. Uh, Zeb. Zeb! That was a very important moment. He looked awesome. He looked so good. And Steve Blum returned to, to play him. Yeah. And, um, so I mean, like, how do you not? Like, you, I mean, he like, looked so good. He looked so great. Yeah, and it was I, like a barely, like a, a little, like, you know, you sneeze and you might have missed it, but like he... Um, for the little time that he was on screen, they the detail that they put on that character's face alone was like really like you could see the like you could see like his face pulsing like where, like like when he like clenches his jaw, you know what I mean? Like you could see, I well, and the expressions, yeah, the yeah, expressions like, were they did a lifelike very good job. and uh, and and what a terrific proof of concept for using him in the future. Yeah, alongside mm-hmm. uh, the other rebels and totally. uh, yes, just just a plus plus mm-hmm. rendering of Zeb, and I'm 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 so happy Rebels is is coming we, back to the forefront. We, I'm gonna have to watch that over again because well, been... and I don't want to take too much of a detour, but um, 
But just to give Rebels a, a little bit of love, it's so funny that that's the if one. If you haven't watched Rebels, I don't know what's wrong with you. Watch Rebels, especially before Ahsoka. You have to watch Rebels. Now. Well, and if you're There's anything no like me, you're gonna you're gonna watch the first episode and go, I don't I don't know if this is for yeah, me. It feels a little kitty, and it, it does start off very cute. Like, and then like, it's like, oh, it's not a cute. And girl. then by the finale of season four, you're sobbing your eyes. You're out. on you're on the most wild Star Wars ride. <sighs> It's ma- it's magic. It's a it it is a it is a masterpiece. It's a real good. It it real it, good it show. is it is Star Wars through and through, and yeah. and it, it does combine what we were talking about that at the top of this episode of, uh, the space opera elements, mm-hmm. the, the drama, and and the lighthearted silliness and just absurdity yeah. that is sometimes Star Wars. Yes, um, yes, it was, or done... a lot of times Star Wars, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so Zeb fact- was just like it's it's funny like Zeb kind of started out as like a I don't want to say like an eye roll character but like you know it's like the it's the classic he's the grump yeah the classic yeah. grump he's just like yeah. rah, 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 you know and I like you know I it's like oh you gotta have that character for sure but like you just you just you just fall in love with him he's just the- and then you find out yeah his planet was wiped out yeah and by it's- a genocide like really dark stuff Hashtag and then spoiler alert. If yeah, you haven't right. seen it yet, but right. no, it's... I just ruined it for you. But uh... <laughs> but truly, it it he like ever all the characters they're yeah they were really well built. I yeah. I'm just so glad that they are coming back to the forefront of Star Wars because yes. it was truly one of the better Star Wars stories told in recent times. Yeah, um, I mean, and you know, um, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about that. Can't wait to yeah. talk about it. Um, but Zeb, good old Zeb, he's back. Um. Yeah, I wrote down that Din and Grogu are becoming side characters, which you know, it's not, it's not the, it's not terrible. It's just like it's, it's a little, it's just like a little bit weird at first. It's like, well, oh. and until we see some real progression with Grogu, yes, which we, which we got, um, uh, in the episode prior when he was given his armor, like we got a little oh, forward yes. momentum with, with and, what and they the plan one on before doing before that, with him. where he like almost said his first words and was like, oh, right. but. uh I'm still in the camp of like, why did you bring him back? Oh, at least Grogu, this so, at least this soon after that finale, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where that was talking about peak Star Wars. That was for sure. That was peak Star Wars. Oh yes. Um, and you know what? Truly, I mean, he didn't necessarily have to be like. He could have been back in the show, but I mean, like, I, and of course that I think that the show already like has a lot of like stories all over the place and so it would be it could get start to get pretty messy but like you know having grogu back with um luke and they're still having their little um powwows and stuff like that and maybe that's where he has his flashback about um you know how he like got in touch with um jar jar banks (laughs) yeah right um uh yeah and then you know and then they could have found each other you know, in the next season, or maybe at the end of this season, I don't know. Or what I, if it? You know, I I think the real hang up is the fact that they they reintroduced him in the book of Boba Fett. We've talked mm-hmm. about this before. If they hadn't done it during that show and instead made what happened in the book of Boba Fett the first two episodes of this season, oh, I somehow think that works better. <laughs> uh, because yeah. you know it's been two years like sure we've spent a lot of time away but because we saw grogu randomly or not randomly i mean it it was 
done as it was done. I just mean random in the in the sense that it was done in another character show. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that was happening in the book of Boba Fett. I'm going. Why? Yeah, right, right. But had that been the the beginning of this season, I'd have been okay. I mean, yeah, imagine it, ge- now- it gives your audience enough time to. Are we ever going to get to see him again? And then what a great surprise that we do get to right. see him again. But in it the almost, show, he's meant to be in. Yeah, right. I'm curious now if, like, he's going to be, like, the connective tissue, like, in all of these, like, shows that are in this time period. Like, we're going to probably see him in Ahsoka, too, I imagine, because why not? Well, I mean, as as long as the cloning aspect of, of this overarching plot is important, Grogu We'll, we'll be we'll, there. We'll hold his importance. And, yes, of course. Um, um, you know, gonna... one thing that... I thought the visuals were great. In yes. The, you, you mentioned the, the, the ship exploding, Gorian Shard's ship exploding. Oh, like, sick. That was awesome. The dog fighting was really cool with, with Bo and... I mean, truly, and... like, like really, it looked it yeah. really looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one part that kind of bothered me, and this is this is mostly a constraint of the volume. Yes. Is that when all the citizens were running from the city? I'm so glad that you said uh, this. There was like ten. There was like ten <laughs> people. I was like, how did they not? They couldn't have just like doubled them up or something. Like, because I was like, either either like the pirates killed a fuck ton of people, or which again, this is another thing that this happened. I I made this criticism during Book of Boba Fett when yes. there's the big fight in the uh, the uh, the middle of the street with the giant uh, destroyer droid. Yeah. It killed no one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not somebody who likes gratuitous violence no, or death no. for the sake of death, but I'm like But not where, one. Where are the stakes? Yeah. <laughs> right. But this I is a know, children's show for God's sake. I know because they're they're you made the point, because they're pumping out so much um material right yeah. now. The volume has been invaluable in cutting costs oh God, and building yes really wonderful environments but uh, yeah. yet again you are seeing a limitation of it right where uh, you can't have 300 extras yeah i, I or maybe I, you could and maybe they didn't want to hire them i don't know but i i like the um i i love the um i love the what is it called again i always forget i don't know what you're referencing what we just said the volume the volume i yeah. love the volume um for the sake of enhancing a show but not to like for the sake of saving money and i think yeah. it gets i think it's pretty clear when when one is one thing and one is the other i that i guess i'll just say that well i mean you could argue from the very beginning the volume was was intended to save money while also being able to enhance create any environment you want but you don't have to yes. go on location to do it so right it, it has its definite pluses and mandalorian has been a showcase for how impressive it is yeah and um, i think that they're still on it i mean because it's still a, a relatively new thing and i think they're still kind of learning its limits and i think that as they go they're gonna be like oh yeah yeah i guess we probably could have done that like at a real place with more But you people. know, this this is kind of another, un- I, I don't mean to keep comparing the two because they are very different, but this is yeah. kind of another unfortunate byproduct of having just watched Andor. Yes. Knowing is... they were on location. Yep. And you could feel the scale. It was different. And the scope. Yeah. Um, 
even the depictions of Coruscant, mm-hmm. if, if you'll remember in Andor, how heavily, I mean, it looked like the prequels, just how totally. heavily populated it was with air traffic, and it was bustling and busy and yep. felt huge. Yep. And in Mandalorian, when we visited it, uh, a lot less sky traffic, uh-huh. a, a very sparse amounts of people. Yep. And I can't help but think that is entirely because of the volume. But I, I'm not an expert. I'm not there. It's probably a big portion of it. Yeah. But I, um, I, yeah, I think so. That 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 might be my biggest criticism of this episode that I otherwise enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because it, it really it it was a very it was a super solid episode. I mean, the fact that it was rated so high, like it it says, like that definitely yeah. says something. Um, but yeah, I mentioned the yeah I said either Disney didn't want to pay a bunch of extras for this episode, or the pirates killed a lot of people. <laughs> I wrote that down. Um, and, it, and it didn't look like the pirates killed a whole lot of people. But oh, this I wanted to discuss this. So, um, the armorer. Well, first of all, I thought it was very cute that like they're little talking. They're like passing the hammer, like Pet, to like, like you're not holding the hammer. the hammer. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yes, I think that's really, really, really cute. Um. Uh. But yeah. So the armorer is kind of like. I don't know. I, I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm a little not sure. And I'm curious what your thought is about it. The armorer is kind of having a little bit of a like a come to Jesus moment. Like she's. It's one of two things. Either she's like totally full of bullshit and like she's up to something, because that's kind of why like the like her choice doesn't completely make sense in my head, and that might be the writing, or it's purposeful to make us be like, huh? Like they're like trying to make us be confused. Um, but the fact is, like, because at the end of this episode, she's just like, yeah, take off your helmet, you know, like, right? You've walked both. You walk two paths yeah you, you walk, walk both in both worlds. worlds yeah yeah fucking just take it off like all the stuff that i've been saying for the past like you know three seasons eh. like i, I so because like it, it is something to be said like it, it, if you want to compare this to like actual religion because we've been doing a lot of parallels like with religion in this season sure. um and the mandalorians um or at least this particular sect of the mandalorians um uh like you can kind of compare it to um, the way that Christianity is kind of like having pr- trouble bringing people into the church um, nowadays. Uh, I hear this because from my of, parents uh, all the uh, time because of rigidity. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a little like the, it's old fashioned. Like you know, people yeah. are like, I don't want to the org like organ hymnals, like all that. Just like that. Like I feel like <laughs> like the the uh, the armor is like having her moment where she's like, yeah, let's bring in a rock band. And like have them all like do the praise songs like that'll be cool, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. The worship leader is wearing a white t-shirt. And yeah, right, and, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. 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 Yeah. 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 We don't call them pastors anymore. They're like you know, the worship like, leaders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Or, or or you know, um, kind of like our experience in Saudi Arabia too, like where, uh, <laughs> like but truly, like you know, the 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 prince of Saudi Arabia is like starting to be like, oof, you know. We could oh, yeah. probably the, the, make a lot of money if we uh They go where the wind blows. They just yes. want to they yeah. Whatever we, I, whatever I have to do or say to remain in power, I will do. Correct. And I think that uh yeah, so when we were both both uh um Dino and I were in Saudi Arabia doing Peter Pan the musical, <laughs> which is probably the most random sentence you've ever heard in your life. Um but uh yeah, they're kind of in the middle of like a really giant change right now. Um they basically the crown prince decided to just completely get rid of their uh their religious police 
Um, I mean, like, that's not what they're actually called, but it's kind of sort of the cute name. Yeah, that yeah, it was a, it was a religious police. I mean, it is that. Um, yeah, it, and they were basically the ones that were like, you know cracking down the fist of like Sharia law. They're like, no, 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 you have to wear, the girls have to wear the whole thing. You can't be like, we don't want to see your face in public and you can't like hold hands with your, like you have to walk behind your husband and all these things. Um, But now that's all changing and women are now like walking around without their headdress on. Well, and around the time you and I were there actually not long before they, uh, they gave women the ability to drive. Right, that too. I mean, it's so. I mean, it's, it's, this was 2019, folks. So yeah, it was like two seconds ago. Crazy. And so funny. So funny. We're talking about Mandalorian. That's where you and I watched Mandalorian for the first time. Oh my god, that's right. Oh my god, and that's we, so we VPN'd Disney Plus. Yes, that's right. We VPN'd it. Oh my god, crazy. So yeah, it's it's very very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that they kind of because it, basically right now they're trying. They've just opened the the country to tourism for the first time, and they're like, you know. If we actually want like tourists to come here, we should probably, you know, it's it's maybe not as cool to like like require everybody to wear like facial coverings and well, and the the armorer came around really quickly on the idea of her seeing the mythosaur. Yes, so that so maybe that's what it is, and that's I mean she said Bo-Katan Kreese has seen the mythosaur, but the fact that she also I mean I guess the fact that she like like maybe she could just see it and. Well, I, she definitely didn't see it her eyes because she was wearing a helmet. <laughs> but maybe she heard it in her voice, like the 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 honesty in her voice. Um, but the fact that she was just so quick to to believe her, you know, yeah. um, she's like, wow. I, I mean, I, I guess like, why would you lie about that? I mean, I don't know. She has lots of reasons to lie about. I mean, it, I yeah, she had, for for legitimacy. I mean, she has yeah, a lot of, plenty of sure. reasons to lie about it. So the fact that the armorer is just like, yep. I'm I'm good with this. Some it feels fishy. It's either something's fishy or it's just maybe a little like quick writing. Like we just have to like we I, have I to get it, past this and it's got to be this now. I think it's on the quick side. Yeah, I kind of feel it's, like you're I think it's right. just the it's, that's just been the trend of yeah. when something happens it happens like immediately. It's, right. It's as, and now this is happening. And that, um, that, that, I think that's and that, so that was my my whole spiel about like the the South Park creators talking about writing and stuff like that. It felt a little bit like right. that. And now the you know and then the armorer decides that being without your helmet is fine, you know. Um, yeah. Which kind of <laughs> like I think that there was probably one extra episode where like somehow she was able to prove that she did see the mythosaur. Or I don't know what like that could have been like. Ah, now I'm now I'm convinced, but um, that just wasn't there, so I was a little confused at her her choices. Um, but uh, but either way, yes, now Bo-Katan is 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 leading our merry band of Mandalorians. Yeah. Um, well, she said yes. We're gonna take back Mandalore. I was like, whoa, we're going and we're I, doing it. We're doing okay. it. Okay. It's happened. Um. Um. Yeah, and then we got and and, and cool that they they. They now have a home on Navarro as well. Yeah, that is cool. Has given them a new a new home. Yeah, and, and I'm for I'm an not sure how two. how like short lived that'll be or not, but yeah. um, you know, because it does sound like uh, well, so we got this big teaser at the end of the episode, um, where we went back to the CSI space right. edition, um, and they're scanning the ship which they found, uh, like 
was it sort of happenstance that he came upon it? Which also seems kind of like... I, I, I think... I Well, so he, 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 mentions, he mentions when he goes to Coruscant that Moff Gideon never made it to trial. Yes. Um, which... And also that Cara Dune was was taking yes, him. Yes. Yes. So this is this is potentially like the I mean they didn't say it, but this is probably like the way of saying it without saying it. Like if they had to explain it that like this is how Cara Dune dies or died. Sure, maybe. maybe. Um So so Carson Tava says that you know Moff Gideon doesn't make it to trial and right. Something about that confused me. Uh-huh. Not the fact he didn't make it, but that the fact Carson Teva is one of the only people who knows it didn't happen. Right? That feels because well, like he's being tried for war crimes. So don't you think he'd be in front a of a, a New Republic tribunal on Coruscant or elsewhere? Well, I, I guess. But it just no, but nobody of, else is aware that he didn't make it. Yeah, I guess it just it goes to show like how how like yeah. short on like help they are and oh, short just... on help and short on attention span because they, they're yeah. worried about so many other things that it's like what this uh, there's is a just galaxy some wide full of thing and he was doing yeah. something on the outer rim like who gives yeah, a shit okay that try no i've t- you have helped me talk myself into, <laughs> into yeah because okay. i mean I'll yeah he was i mean truly like like you know all of the the planets that he was kind of terrorizing were in the outer rim like yeah, right. far away from coruscant so they're just right. like Whatever, Moff Gideon, you do your thing. It's really well, cute, and, but and that was part of the convenience thing in this episode. That kind of, I don't know. That thought kind of gave way to other thoughts when Carson yes. Tava knew exactly where to find the Mandalorians, right? And then, and then somehow knew R five was with them. Yeah. And how would Carson Tava knew R like R five was just one astromech out of probably many hundreds and thousands that yeah. served in the rebellion? So I was kind of like. Is this all sort of a way to go? Oh, there's there's R five from a New Hope again, and yeah, I mean, and, yes, and acknowledging his role in the rebellion, and I'm it's just a, saying, it's, okay, it's a yes, all right, it's yes, and oh. all right, fine, yeah, all right, fine, and then I will enjoy, flies, it. I will have fun. He flies all that way to say your friend Grief Carga's in trouble, just letting you know, and then he flies away. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> can you please help me do my work for me, please? Because nobody else wants to do it. Thanks. I was like, okay, all right. It just sure. it, it, it's the theme of everything just happening, right? Like that. I know. And Dendurin's like, yep, all right, sure. And then the while job. ironically feeling slow at the same time, so I don't, I don't, I don't right. know what that's about. Um, Mandalorians being used as a tool. Yes. Um, but yeah. So going back to him finding this this ship, um, this transport, uh, by happenstance or whatever. Uh, he, by scanning the ship, he sees what he believes to be like what, something. Shards da- of Beskar. Yeah. So he's assuming that this damage was caused by Mandalorians. So, yeah. It leads us to believe that this Lambda shuttle was broken into by Mandalorians yeah. and they Mandalorians. sprung Gideon. Okay. So. So yeah, it's all. Let's theorize. Theor, let's let's do theory. Theory Thursday. No, it's not Thursday, but you know what I mean. We. It, what what is your what is your thoughts and beliefs about this? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Because I've got some. So there's two. I think there's two schools of thought here. Oh sure. Uh, either he was broken out by a sect of Mandalorians. 
that are just like the type that were devoted to the empire and sure. we saw these in rebels yeah or or even the ones that were uh devoted to um our good buddy death watch yeah, yeah darth maul, with maul. Mm-hmm. um yeah so it's either them or that kind of Im- imperial sect that we saw during although there's Gar- a lot of people that remember believe gar that... saxon and mm-hmm. um, i was gonna say that there's a lot of people that believe and i think we've even said on the show that that we thought that the the armorer um and their group or at least well yeah she had the horns yeah she's got the she horns the... Yeah. yeah well yeah she is death yeah they were death watch right um so maybe there's like even a, a, a like a, a a sect of the sect of Death Watch that like is still prowling around being right a, or or to your turds. point maybe the the armorer had ulterior motives is, yeah because um, I mean, it, it it felt a little it felt a little convenient the fact that she's just like yeah the, take your helmet off you little the other option in, in my mind would be uh, the use the the Empire had collected. A crap ton of Beskar from yeah, the, well, yeah, the, the Empire the, controls Beskar. Yeah, we saw that in the first the first season. Right, they set that up very early on after yeah. purging Mandalore. Totally. Could it could it just be a setup? Could it yeah. be could it be a framing of? I'm leaning more towards that only because like it does feel like like a very like Thrawny Empire Moff Gideon-y thing because they they do record like. Uh, I mean, they they literally blew Mandalore up because right. they glass. yes, because the Mandalorians are a threat. Like if they are like at their peak and super powerful, they could absolutely be like quite a huge obstacle. Um, right. So it behooves them to keep them uh be like because right now they are sort of like an untrusted ragtag band of people you know um that are being like like you know as like at season one we're we're living in the freaking sewers you know because like people were just like we don't want weeds in our bed um so so yeah so i think that that it feels like like the empire's like yeah let's keep let's keep that happening let's keep the distrust going on because and we have we have to we, um, you know, Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau and all the peoples, they, they have a, they have a job and they have to, to show us why the Mandalorians were not there for the, for the force awakens and the, the sequel trilogy. Like there has to be a yeah. reason why they weren't like, and the Mandalorians are here to help you too. You know what I mean? Like, right. We got to have a reason for that. Right. So sp- spreading this distrust in the new Republic that, that kind of, that feels like maybe we're, we're starting to build those, those little stepping yep. stones potentially. Either that or they're just going to wipe them all out, <laughs> which would be really sad. I don't think that's going to be the case. Although with that giant shot in rise of Skywalker of, of all those hundreds of thousands of ships showing up, I, all the old Disney has to do was say, "Yes, they were there." Yeah, they were there. They were there the whole time. Yeah, you totally are completely. You not have to wrong. freeze frame it, and <laughs> it's real blurry. But that one, that one ship in the that background, one tiny. <laughs> but wait, I'm I'm really trying to remember though. Like, did we we didn't see Ah Mandalorian, right? 
I, I don't want to say definitively because we might have seen a couple it's of their been a second their, their I fighters. I don't remember if that was pointed out because you you saw the ghost and then you saw yes. So I don't want to say definitively because I, I need to go back and look at like somebody ghost, did a for those diagram. Of you that haven't seen it yet. It is also from Rebels that you need to watch. Uh, but somebody did a diagram of like as best they could of what ships they could see and yes. of what variety and and there might have been. But Maybe. anyway, I digress. Who's um, to say? But yeah, but so, yeah, so it, Gideon, Gideon has been sprung, and yes. uh, I would love to hear all of you pointing you at the camera, um, all of you out there, if you have any opinions about what that is all about. And then um, I uh, I I got very excited for for uh, the next episode, Guns for Hire. Yes, it's like oh, we're in. We're seeing Gideon now. Like, oh boy, oh boy. Or I mean, who knows? Even like a Thrawn like right. It's episode. Like th- things or who are knows happening what. now. We're getting get juicy, and it's Bryce Dallas Howard time. Yeah, it's we like, all love Bryce Dallas. Yep, we got, we got. It's coming. Here we go. And we and uh, in lieu of Moff Gideon, we got Jack Black and Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Doc Brown. And Doc Brown. Yes. One point twenty one chicken buns. Um, we okay, had so, 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 so many what? cameos. Even yeah. the oh my god, and I didn't know this until I did a little more research. But the um, the young moth, uh, the calamari, um, mon calamari mm-hmm. prince, mm-hmm. um, was played by um, freaking Spider Man's brother, Tom Holland's brother. Tom Holland's brother. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is like I did not look closely. What the hell is he even an actor? I don't. I guess he is now. So yeah, I, they, they 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 literally were just like I think it was like they they either got like a bunch of phone call like Dave Filoni like got a bunch of phone calls. Oh like, yeah, Harry Holland. Can you please yeah. put me in Middle Earth? Just just like one episode, like and they're like, okay, that we're just gonna make the, all, we're gonna do all of them, every single cameo we're doing all of them in this one episode. Well, and we we had everybody a, happy. We had a to start this episode off. We had a well. I I I enjoyed the way it started off. So we see. Oh yeah, me too. We see Moff Gideon's cruiser, thinking, "Oh, Uh-oh. here we go! Like we're back in it." And it's it's been commandeered by uh, Mandalorians. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, led by uh, uh, Axe. Uh, what's his name? Axe Woves and Casca right. Reeves and. Who we um, met in season two, right? And th- these are the people that apparently ab- abandoned Ahsoka, right? Or, excuse me, Ahsoka. Um, well, <laughs> Bo-Katan, right? Uh, I got Ahsoka on the brain from this weekend. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you're uh, not the leader. And and so they're they're privateers now. They they are they are pi- They themselves are pirates, and they're guns for hire, as the episode title indicates. And we get a, a Romeo and Juliet moment in <laughs> the first five minutes between a Quarren and a Mon Calamari nobleman. <laughs> oh, my God. And, the tentacles um, on the face and everything. And um, Which, and, and honestly, that, is very cute. I mean, in a, like such a weird, like, yeah, it, yeah, in a, it's in a weird uh, Star Warsian way. I, it, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, just, and that was a was sign weird. of things to come. Yeah, just... <laughs> it's a very, very like a, just a brief taste of how weird <laughs> it's about to get. It's like I needed to check my my water bottle to make sure something it didn't happen to it. Um, uh-huh. and if it's if it sounds like my tone is just crapping on 
this episode. Don't, don't, don't mistake. No. Don't mistake my uh, poking fun at it for just pure hate. Because no, that, that's at, not that's like not at, where I'm coming from. Yes, because as a standalone episode, it was very I mean, it was very fun. It was just a, it was like so surprising and so out there. Like it was very like so unexpected. Well, and it has it it has precedent from like the Clone Wars, and there were a couple episodes of Rebels where yeah. we're just like, huh? What what are we? We're just what are we having doing fun. Here? We're just we're just having, having fun. fun. I guess because we can. Um, yeah, they they but, were uh, like, you get one fun episode, like make it make it really fun. And they're like, okay, I mean, but um, uh, Din and Bo-Katan, yes, are are trying to track down Costco uh, uh, Reeves and and Axe Wolves. Costco, uh, Costco Reeves, Costco Reeves, <laughs> Costco Reeves. Yeah, he's um, a he's a warehouse store. Uh, they're trying to track them down because they they have the fleet that was being assembled uh, to go take back Mandalore, and they and they have track them down to Plazier fifteen. Plazier fifteen. Yes. Um, and and they arrive, and uh, I loved the design of Plazier fifteen. I liked oh the, yeah, like the hyperlink train and yeah. Um, there, there was a lot of really like fun details in this episode for sure. It, yeah, I, well, I, the, I felt like we were all of a sudden like transported to like Tomorrowland at Disneyland or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and and honestly, somebody, somebody, uh, some random person on on Twitter had commented that it felt like a Star Trek episode a little bit. It yeah. Felt, oh, sure. It felt yeah. a lot like Star Trek, and I was like, yeah, I buy that. Like, totally. It, it very much lived in that world aesthetically, but but I did appreciate. Some of the, I I always liked seeing new Star Wars, and I, uh, to a pretty great degree, there was a lot of new Star Wars here. So I'm thankful yeah, for that. Totally. Um, just like just I don't know, like if you if you were like, uh, you know, freeze frame and like little moments, yeah, like um, like they did put in a lot of really fun details, like the the weird ass like dinner party that they're having when they go in there. There's like this there's like this weird like bowl above their head like filled with like a liquid and like a little uh creature inside of it that's swimming around and yeah. like it, everybody at the table is like has like a tube that's coming down from it and they're all like sipping from it like like I I guess whatever juices this like creature is excreting is like yummy to drink I guess <laughs> Yeah because why not? It's hilarious. They're, they're, they're just uh, all sitting around a table drinking the excretions. Of... <laughs> it's so What weird. a disgusting sentence. But uh, I mean, so yeah, it's 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 very not? Star Wars. I mean, it's yes. very. Yeah. You don't it's, question it's... it. You just go, oh, no. all right, fine. I mean, truly, the, the, the episode got it so weird. I was really surprised because she's very good at it, like like quite brilliant at it. I was wondering why they didn't have Lizzo play the flute. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. at that point, and literally, like, I was waiting for Jack Black to like actually break out into a music number, like that. Like, if that doesn't, it, I, there has to be like, I, I <laughs> maybe there's a YouTube a YouTube video like incoming. Like, once the season is over, they're gonna release like a music video or something like that with Lizzo and Jack Black. <laughs> I'm truly, I, I would, I would absolutely love to see it. I mean, it's very unnecessary, but I would love. To see a Lizzo Jack Black duo. I um 
I was frustrated <laughs> when I when when I saw Jack Black and and almost to a greater degree Lizzo. I will say, yeah. Lizzo's not an actor. Uh, no, and you could you could tell. Yeah, and uh, okay. So this, this is, is what I, when those two showed up. I, was I mean, like, she was she was being she was doing a good job of like she was, existing as herself. Like yes, in, um, in, and I don't think that like you know an actor doesn't necessarily have to become somebody completely different in order no, to no. Like, but uh, but I was annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Th- it, this was a cheap ploy. Yeah, it definitely it definitely felt like a like it felt like oh, a Super Bowl commercial. A, well, kind of, yeah. That's a really good point. It felt like there was a Super Bowl that I I could not have said it better. Honestly, this episode that, that is, felt like a Super Bowl commercial. That is that is probably the best. Yeah, that's the the best depiction of that because it was absolutely that. And in some ways, that's worse than actually being bad. Because <laughs> it feels <laughs> I, commercial. I, I don't know how to explain that necessarily. Well, no, but it, like, it's it like just... it's more commercialism. It's like uh, we're it it it, it became like uh, oh. Like uh, yeah, you can see the discussion happening like like in the corporate environment. They're like, okay, this is gonna create some posts online. People are gonna wait a minute. Yeah. Lizzo is in this Star is memeable. This is gifable. Memeable, yes, that too, exactly, because it's important to have you know. And and there was it, an element to make a trend for like you know right. two seconds. Well, yeah, just to get L- Lizzo with Baby Yoda. I'm like. Right, which honestly was very adorable, but like, the, it, yes, in a vacuum. But I'm like, in a vacuum, my God, yes, we know what complete. we're doing here, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the fact that like, this, the fact that that like he he's just no, he doesn't like being held, and then he like leaps into her arms, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is so funny. <laughs> and and uh, Jack Black's Captain Bombardier, he yes, there was at least some some interesting background in that he was a former imperial yeah, as well right well and also with doc brown um christopher lloyd's um character as well being a, uh, a separatist a separatist and a um uh what's his face sympathizer um account yeah uh, Count so Dooku. he played commissioner hellgate and uh, which he, he was like i guess a part of that um that same like you know union of people that um uh, that were wait weren't uh, that they were basically like building the Death Star. Am I crazy? Did I just make that up? Or I uh, not the uh, who was what? Commissioner Hellgate? The tech they're like the tech union or something like that. Oh the, no, the techno union. Uh, no, techno the union. The techno union was part of the was part of the separatists. Yeah, that's sorry. And that's then and mean. then after the war, they had all of their all of their holdings absorbed by the empire and right um right 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 but uh yeah no there was some interesting there was uh some fascinating uh world building in that sense um yeah and also i really didn't like even i guess maybe it might have crossed my mind at some point but not like quite like this there you know um we're 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 just kind of seeing like all like we've been seeing a lot of the peoples being oppressed but we haven't we've never really even thought twice about the droids so now we're getting like droids rights well you know? and and while dave filoni didn't write or direct this episode like it it, yeah. it, it it again takes a calling card from some clone wars episodes uh well not clone wars out uh, rebels specifically where uh or bad batch even where you're sure. dealing with um 
you know, rogue separatist droids or yes, you know, separatist holdouts. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there, there's a, a lot of that. Um, and so it was, it was a nice way to kind of find a yet another way to to bring the prequels closer to to everything else. Um, totally. Uh, oh, I think another thing that I um, and this is another kind of like like convenient writing thing maybe um uh but like dinjarin like seems like very kind of like just along for the ride like in a, in like a joyful way like he's just like you know when they they well, ask him to like to do things and he does things yeah 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 like yeah like they're like yeah okay in order to get this information i'm going to need you to like go on this little CSI adventure like looking for the rogue droid and then he was just like he's just like oh well what do you think and he's just like you had me at battle droids <laughs> like i can't wait to get out there and and kill some battle droids like it was like a fun fun thing for him and i was like that felt I, for whatever reason it felt out of character or, or and maybe not it maybe it's just like showing that he's grown you know like he's sort of like not as serious as he used to be and he's like he's like a fun dad now yeah, you are you googling something? What's happening? No, I'm 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 considering what you're deep pondering. Yeah, yeah. I, no, he's just along for the ride. Yeah, he's like it. It does feel like he's just like uh, yeah, sure, whatever you say. Kind of now, he's not. He's definitely not in the driver's seat anymore. Yeah, I. Which feels maybe out of character, or he's just had he's had a, this is this is part of his growth. He's like, and maybe this is one of those of episodes arc. that will come back. You know, uh, maybe once this season is over, mm-hmm. and the full context of the arc is known, that maybe we'll we'll look at it a bit differently. Oh yeah, uh, potentially. For instance, just just the convention of of uh, you know nanodroids being. Yeah, I didn't even know inserted that was into maintenance fluid. I wonder if that's yet another way, you know, the Empire could potentially f with everything. You know, f with the New Republic if, totally. if that's just setting it up. Not saying that, it's that's related. That's like kind of a to, huge deal. Like, like you know, microscopic droids. Because like, I mean, the more that's I thought not about a thing it in Star Wars, yet in the moment I was like, okay, like. Just, just go with it. It's, 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 it's wacky Star Wars. It's whatever. a little bit on par with like midi chlorians, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's kind, um, it's kind of like it. It's almost like it's not the same, but it's kind although of. Although midi chlorians like, have grown on me, I have to. Say, yeah, the idea. But they have uh, definitely, definitely done a lot of cleanup. On but uh, my sure. thought here, the the longer I've thought about this episode, is mm-hmm. why intro, why introduce. Uh, the existence of that kind of technology, if perhaps it doesn't pan out, to doesn't be ma- it doesn't make an appearance later on. Yeah, it ha it has to be. It has to maybe. Be I, I mean, or maybe not. Maybe this maybe is not. just uh, well. I mean, you know, we. I, I I don't know why I just thought about this, but like, um, God, I mean, this is the beginning of the season. We were talking about um, Tekawatiti and like. He's still not in the show. I, I like, so do they just drop that? Is it not going to happen? Or like, I, I suspect IG 11 will show up in some think? capacity. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's the thing when, when you do take detours and I, I'm, I'm straying away from the word filler because I think it's overused by critics. Yeah. And 
unhappy fans way too often. Because yes. I, at least as far as you, Alyssa, and I go, I, I do think we attempt to find... The good. Well, not just the good, but the the meaning in in why things are done the way they are. And, and yeah, when, and when they don't give us the immediately meetings, obvious. we will fill in the blanks right. always. Right. Yes. <laughs> because, because writing is a difficult job and yes. And storytelling is a difficult job. And so it is really easy to sit here and, and pretend like, well, my way would have been better. I yeah. don't, I'm not sure I have better ways necessarily. Yeah. Classic Reddit mentality. <laughs> um, there's like yeah, a really I'm... funny guy on TikTok right now that like imitates like people on Reddit and it's like, oh God, it's so cringe. It's very funny. Um, I remember the guy's name, but if you've seen it, if you know what I'm talking about, text me in the comments. The, but the, I, I have a feeling they wouldn't have introduced something like that without yeah, maybe reintroducing it later. It seems um, like such a like way too big of a deal. Like unless it happened in a in that in like in a vacuum, like it was like in that like that is the only place that those little like microbots have ever existed, and now they will never again. Like, yeah, I don't know. Feels a little too convenient. I don't. I I, I feel like and, I and it's gonna pop up again. I I, I do think um, it was very Star Warsian to to focus, you know, to have that droid bar and to. Mm-hmm. There, I there love the several droids that are like outside, like hitting on each other. You know, <laughs> like, there have been several instances in recent years, going all the way back to um, Phoebe Waller Bridge's mm-hmm. droid and solo of of droid rights yes. and oh and yeah, right, kind of on the periphery and totally, um, and and uniformly, Star right. Wars I has totally always forgot about that. This isn't the first time that they've done like a droids rights kind of situation. Star Wars has always uniformly done droids really well but i do have to hand it to disney um they're they're new droid designs that they've introduced in uh their 10 years plus of about 10 years of stewardship of lucasfilm have been pretty phenomenal yeah across the board absolutely so so i did like the emphasis on and they're not shying away from puppetry either which makes me very happy no no that and practically building these droids to work in real life is is really it's magical. It's cool. It's magical. Very, very much so. Uh, but highly agree. But the this episode did uh, perplex me. Um, <laughs> like the, the chase, the, you know, chasing the rogue droid. Yeah, the we chase we did didn't get, make like, a ton of sense to me because, and it might have been the way it was edited, but well, potentially it, it just making weird twists and turns that didn't make a ton of physical sense to me. Maybe yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I I was I think really it like, you know, stripping it down. Um, it it almost felt like uh, like just a means to show us what life is like on planet. You know, Plazier fifteen because you get like, like a very like, it's like a really quick tour of the city. Like you know, watching people, you know, at the shop, like getting food and walking down the street. Like you get to see like the whole like. You know, yeah. Uh, but yes, I, I I agree with you. This is weird. Um, I I did think it was interesting when Commissioner Hellgate was confronted by mm-hmm. by Din and Bo. That, That's Christopher uh, Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. He uh, 
he mentions you know count dooku being cut down in his prime by mm. uh, a jedi enforcer and yeah um, he's talking about anakin right yeah but i i, I actually think that's a nice little Quite bit literally of, cut down that's a nice little bit of cover yes. for the idea that most you know the galaxy is huge number sure. one and not everyone's going to know who Anakin Skywalker was. Sure. So you there's still I mean? like a large amount of people out there that are blaming the Jedi for the fact that, that, you know, they're impoverished or whatever it might be. Yeah. Right. And, and it just gives added cover to the idea that when Luke Skywalker, you know, when he rushed on the scene, I, I've, I've seen, I've heard people ask the question, well, wouldn't everyone know he was, at, at the very least, wouldn't they know? Like, you're the son of Anakin Skywalker. Not necessarily knowing what happened to Anakin, but like, you're you're Anakin Skywalker's kid. But Probably this not. this this kind of helps uh, fill in the idea that not everyone's gonna know who Anakin Skywalker is. Yeah, it is good. Like, Sky, is, the it, name Skywalker isn't going to resonate galaxy wide necessarily. Yeah, and it's 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 um it's easier to believe how like he became a legend so fast like it was yes. just like you know like this distant memory like oh right. like you i'd heard heard pray tell of some person that existed right. but I, I don't really know the whole story and right um urban yeah and I mean, also yeah, it's urban good because it yeah right and it also becomes um it's nice it makes it uh it makes the universe feel bigger than um, right yeah which is good and that's always been the concern. We've we've voiced it several times with with interconnecting these stories. Mm-hmm. You just have to be careful not to rope too many people in because then it just starts to seem that that's that's where I was like with R five. Yeah, which is such a a random little thing that really shouldn't bother anyone. But I was mm-hmm. like, this galaxy feels small right now. Right, like everyone's starting to know each other and yeah, everyone, absolutely. And my connection to this person is oh oh my god, your oh father. Your father's fault. <laughs> For all of those who are not watching on YouTube right now, he's uh, he has I have a picture, a picture of, his, of, of his me dad. and Papa Palpatine at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> this was 2015. I have another one from 2017. And clearly Palpatine heard us talking about him. And he got, do it. Yes. <laughs> Your time is up. Uh, no. Um, oh, shoot. But oh. yeah, just just the the, con- the convenience and, and, and making the galaxy small. Well, yeah, you really think about it, like to avoid it. Um, just on our planet alone, you know, um, we have like a system, like we have like a social media thing where like a hive mind, so to speak, you know, where anybody could know like about anybody at any time, you know. And and there are still like people who we think are like the most famous of famous people, uh, and you know, there there are billions of people on this earth, and not everybody knows who Lizzo is, for instance, you know? Sure. we're talking about her. I mean, she is like a ultra star, but, like, not everybody knows who she is. So or, you, you can imagine you know, that an entire galaxy that, like, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's probably, like, a like a handful of people on each, like, planet that might know, like, <laughs> Lizzo's, because she's got very catchy tunes, you know? Maybe it's sure. spread far and wide, but... Well, I, and that's a good point, because then you think about, like, uh, Twitter and YouTube, and we mm-hmm. cite those two the most uh, as far as being a cross section of fan opinion. Yep, and and also where an inordinate amount of toxic fandom lives yes. on these platforms. But guess how many people aren't on Twitter or YouTube? 
Well, also that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I, I would venture to say a vast majority of Star Wars fandom isn't on either of those platforms. You're very true about that. And I, I and um, going back to uh, just on the same on this, you know, piggybacking on my my own thing. I think that like, uh, um, even within our own community we have like a very like where something feels so cut and dry you're like how could you not think this like it's still so completely split like like sometimes even 50 50 in some certain um like uh you know where you think like no what you think is like absolutely evil and then the other side's like what what are you talking about like i I, it so it, it like all of this is believable, I guess, is what I'm yeah, saying. Right. I, a lot of the stuff that they're putting forward is like, you know, we may look at it and go, that can't happen. But it, I appreciate it, it, it a little, even, is. right, even a little detail, like, and uh, in, in how someone references what happened to Count Dooku. I think that's just, that's, that's, that's really uh, a nice touch. Nice um, touch. Um, this sure. episode ended with quite a huge thing. Uh, yeah, which just felt completely out of place tonally for what was happening moments before. But, yeah. Um, I felt like it did, it did it a disservice because it was a quite, it, it, it should have been like a pretty, I mean, they, comp- you know, they, they, they did yeah. try to make it cathartic with the music and it was kind of like a fairly slow motiony feel to it. But like, it still felt like with, with the weight of what happened just prior to it, it like, yeah, it kind of diminished it a little bit. I will admit. So uh, Bo challenges X for, you know, she asks for the fleet. It's like, we need the fleet. We're going to go take on, Mandalore. I need your and help. He's like, he's like, no, thank you. And <laughs> and she's like, I challenge you. And they have a, you know, a little, a little fight, which had some, had some, some pretty good choreography, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. There's some, I don't like, think it was, I don't, new things too, which is like. The use uh, of the jetpacks. I like mm-hmm. the use of the, you know, her use of the jetpack. Um, and her shield and her little like, you know, um, Whatever the little thing that shoots out with the rope on it and uh-huh. all those things. Very so cool. Mike, and she beats him uh, pretty soundly. Uh, but then we come to the question of the dark saber, right? Do you buy the technicality uh, that is introduced that that gives Din the reason? Well, to to hand her control of the dark. The saber. answer is yes, but I just disagree with the timing. It was so silly because I I I brought I I I actually called this like in episode two or three, whenever they went into the mines and she like saved him. Because I I said I was like, doesn't this kind of mean like why did like were you was was it you or was it Alyssa that was on that episode? I can't remember because we talked about it. But in the mines. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Was that, but, was that it might, might have been Alyssa. Yeah, maybe it was Alyssa. So I, I, I did say this because I, I was, um, I was like, well, technically he got beat and she saved him. So, so the fact that like, and I was just like the fact that all of a sudden like Mando, like she like gave the the sword back to him. I was just like, but why? That was like the that was like the perfect chance for them to be like, okay, yeah, now it's mine. But they didn't take that opportunity. They saved it for labor, which I thought was so weird. I well, I don't my thought... understand that. I I understand why. I was like, yes, I agree with the technicality. I don't even think it's a technicality because I think that it it makes sense. She but became the, worthy of it. For, she became for worthy of it, and they yeah. should have just made it a big deal. They should have made it a deal back then, or saved that whole entire Mandalore scene for like later on. I don't know. Like I I I I think that. Um, 
I just I don't under I didn't understand the uh, the yeah the character choices didn't make sense back then and and it made this scene also make not the best sense. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I, I, I do think it, it makes a little bit of sense in that he might want to do it publicly in front of... That could be uh, in I don't, front I don't, of in front of the people they need, but right because then it's but, like it's like then hey, why wouldn't you why because there's no witnesses you're you're not wrong about that because then it's like well who's gonna tell like because they could have just like <laughs> okay everybody turn around everybody turn around and then they're like ooh ah e ah they're like oh we fought oh he took it yeah he won. And but then, then like, you know, because then it's everybody's word against his, you know. But so to I kind of go I, back to what you were saying. Like they 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 could have addressed this earlier and that din was like the the only way you will have legitimacy if, is if you're wielding this i don't want to to rule these people anyway so yeah i think that clears up a lot of problems if she just shows up with it right i i i don't know yeah i i truly i i don't understand um because yeah they, i don't think he gained any um he didn't gain any credence because like it was it the exact same result would have happened um had he given her the dark saber like right then and there like right. in the minds of mandalore which to me i think would have been more special because they're like on mandalore and she's yep. getting the dark saber there yep. i think that would have been a lot more special oh i mean like yeah like in in the freaking cave with the with the freaking with the freaking the mythosaur like all mm -hmm. that it was like mm -hmm. it was i felt like that was like a perfect setting for her to get it right um I think they would have gotten the exact same result with these Mandalorians um, because it was just the two of them. They were the only two people. Well, and I guess Grogu, but Grogu can't talk um, that would be able to know that this happened. Um, so when he's telling all these Mandalorians of what happened, it's like it's it, it, it's identically the same. You can be like, you could yep. have just said this is the reason that she has the the saber and they would be like oh yeah i guess that checks out i i yeah i don't think they gained anything by doing it this way sure in my opinion but i guess nah i don't i don't know it sounds very harsh but i i, I it almost like if if they didn't have this moment like the episode definitely would have been like mostly filler yeah yeah at the end of the day. So I feel like they they had they had beats that they needed to do in the season and they're like we need this episode this episode needs something more than just right. Lizzo and Jack Black. Right. And they're yeah. like okay, how do we how do we do this? So then they probably I mean I that that's my only my only thought process. There I, might yeah, have been I mean thought and, process behind it but and 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 to to piggyback off that and kind of cap off this episode. I I do and or I did do and did appreciate the uh, inventiveness in terms of of imagery and aesthetic. Yeah. I, I always like when they oh, yeah. when they push the boundaries on that. I think that's what makes Star Wars zany and fun and, yeah. and wonderful. Uh, totally. The, the the cameos for the sake of cameos, which has already in some corners started to annoy people as far as Mandalorian goes. Sure. Um, this did not help matters um, <laughs> Probably at all. not. Probably not. Uh, I am confident, however, and Rick Famuyiwa. This doesn't uh, mean that there can't be cameos that no, 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 no. And I, like and Tim I Meadow, I thought Tim Meadows worked. Me too. Me too. Um, uh, uh, I think that um, 
um, freaking what's her face from Tatooine? Um, oh, uh, uh, Pele Mato. Yeah. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. I think. Yeah, that, yeah, she's done a good job. I think it, she she works. It's super duper goofy and hilarious. Um, and uh, yeah, she fits. Um, but uh, Rick Famuyi was directing the. I want to say he. Let me double check that. I thought Rick Famuyi was. Is he doing the next one? He is doing the last two. I believe he's doing the last two. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain um, about that. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't remember if, if they were giving Filoni an episode, but I don't think he directed one this year. Didn't he? Am I crazy? Did he? I thought maybe it was like, was it episode two, like The Minds of Mandalore? Maybe he did that one. Am I crazy? Please hold. L- let me see. I- I'm checking. No, he didn't. That was Rachel Morrison. Uh, yeah, I don't think he did one this season. To well, my, to my shut me down. Uh, but well, Rick well, Famuyi we... was... Mm-hmm. I-, I was just going to say, Dave Filoni... Probably was uh, Ahsoka busy. With yeah, Ahsoka. he was very busy. Um, but uh, Rick Famuyi was directing the final two, and my, despite some of the tonal inconsistencies, I'm expecting two bangers of episodes to close. I have a out. feeling you're right. They're good at finales. Yeah, they definitely are, and they're good at uh, the, the, yeah, they're 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 good when they get to the point. Yeah, right, 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 right. But but well, I'll, I'll put it this way because I, they're they're good when they get to the point. Uh, in a justifiably, you know, in a justifiable amount of time. Yeah, and and, and it not necessarily like the, and it's not necessarily like the the point doesn't necessarily have to be like the the destination, but like the um, the heart can also be the point too. But yeah, that that that's what I mean. It's not so much an A to B thing, so much yep. it's or A to C thing, as long as B you know B needs to be really interesting. I think. Yes, right. Um, I uh. Yeah, like, you know, and and truly the the it was it episode was it season two or three? Shoot, this is what? season three. Season yeah, two, this is season three. No, Excuse three. Me. This is season three. Yeah, where am I? Um, yeah. yeah, the end of season two, like that. I I mean, I'm trying to remember back. I mean, there were some pretty heartfelt episodes before that episode. Yeah. Um, but... Well, yeah. When I mean, when when Grogu's abducted, and and the episode when he meets Boba Fett, and yeah, I, I, there, there were some really great. Yeah, I, I I was gonna say though that the um, but yeah, then the, in the finale, like with with like Luke coming to yeah. to save him and take him away, like that 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 was some of the most emotional, like heartfelt stuff that we've gotten, and yeah. like and that and that is where they 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 do they have nailed it and they can and I think that they will. And and I imagine, uh, and I, I've I've tried to stay away from certain elements of Star Wars Celebration Twitter because I know mm. they showed. Oh right, they've in seen its it entirety. Already. Chapter twenty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the yeah, crowd, yeah. and the reactions were pretty phenomenal. So, so this is a big warning for y'all out there. So Don't. just, just hang on until Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, and unless you like spoilers, unless you like spoilers, but it sounds like uh, we're in for a treat. Maybe, I'm maybe a course correction of kind of some I sort. Am the thrilled, but yeah, the, well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 and I'm excited. And Daniel and I will be recording a uh, a celebration episode where we kind of talk through in detail everything they uh, announced, and we'll get we'll get into some serious Mandalorian discussion at that time about oh, how yes. Mandalorian is setting up, as we've always suspected, uh, a a 
big old batch of storytelling. Uh, a really freaking exciting story. Holy um, moly. It, some good Star Wars is on the way. <laughs> well, that that was uh, our two episode recap. Yeah, we. Uh, um, I mean, if you if you're still here, you know, hour and a half into it, God bless you for it. God bless us, everyone. Um, <laughs> but uh, we yeah, wanted to we'll give be- them their due diligence. That's not the sure. word. You know, what well, I, meant. I mean, it is. I don't know if it was used appropriately. It but, wasn't used appropriately. <laughs> yeah. But congrats on using it. <laughs> yeah, it's a big word. Um. But yeah, we'll be back with uh, some celebration stuff uh, yeah. very shortly. Um, Literally very shortly. We're just going like, to like, you know, pretend like we'll, we'll change our shirt to make it look like it was something different. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited for, for Mando this week and I, I'm excited to see how it concludes. Yeah. Like we said, make sure to uh, comment and let us know what you thought about the show as well. Get in on the conversation. Theories. Yeah. yeah. We love it. I love to talk yeah. about all the stoof. Sh- sh- um, and like and subscribe. <laughs> well, I'm Dino DeCandros. Uh, and I'm Daniel Dawson. This was Inside the Tauntaun podcast in the multiverse of fandom. Yeah. May well, the force be with you. Yeah. Always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast. Please like and subscribe.